0: Hi everybody, it's September 19th, 2019, and it's time for my private audio call. Tonight, we don't have a guest speaker, but I have um, supplied a book from the Informer. I don't know if you know who the Informer is. Um, I think he was also the same as Big Al, Uh, the Informer, he wrote many interesting things but I had this little book this little 11 page booklet that he wrote and I thought I'd share it with you all so I uploaded it you can just save it to your hard drive whatever I thought we'd go over it Um, also before I get started I you know I started this call as a private thing discuss different things with different people I know in the private it wasn't supposed to be commercial and it certainly wasn't supposed to be a job it's something I do for the pleasure of it uh, and I enjoy doing it but I haven't had time nor the patience (laughs) to sit behind the computer and wait on people to get back to me you know when I I asked them to come on the call, and so I haven't had any guest speakers. Well, I had, I had them on, but not as consistently as I have been in the past. And um, I just wanted to say I'm sorry, but I mean it's you know I can't do anything about it. Um, I'm doing the call just as a as a, a, a fun thing, a private thing. It's not like I have to, you know, it's not going to turn into a job for me where I have to sit here and wait. I mean, that's not going to happen. As time permits, I will have other, I will, you know, hunt down, get other guest speakers. But, uh, you know, time is important right now. I'm dealing with my son and trying to get him a kidney transplant. And doing this is... uh, just something I enjoy doing on the side, but it's not my main thing in life. So I'm sorry if a lot of people are upset with me. And, you know, <laughs> start your own talks, you called. It's a wide open space. I'll even help you if you want. Otherwise, we'll just do it the way we're doing it right now. I'm keeping it Keeping it private, keeping it simple. You know, I don't want to be pressured into having a guest speaker on. Because then it starts to become a job, and that's not what I wanted for this call. But anyway, enough of that. I love you all. And um, let's look at this book that that big Al left us. It's, it's, I can't get rid of this thing on my desktop here. Oh, there. Okay. So if you can see it on your screen, it says this is the most important little book I ever wrote. Why do you believe you are a state or a United States citizen? Because who said so? Do you call yourself a follower of Christ, better known as a Christian? Would you believe the United States wants to be your God by statute? You better better heed what is inside this little book or remain their subject forever. Um, this book was authored by Big Al, the informer, <laughs> in case you don't know who that is, but uh, it's only 11 pages, so let's go through it. Approximate representation of the US grade level needed to comprehend the text. He's uh, got you at 7.75 uh the Kingcade grade level 7.754 blah 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 yeah we're all we're all going to be able to read this no one has ever been a U.S. citizen by law of statute but when they register to vote they are they are my presumption only on the part of the corporation all courts are private as stated in my which one are you book published 20 years ago on page 119 all agencies are private corporations all law is based on presumption I am giving this to you as I speak this was not put uh, on ATG press this is now November 10th 2011 What do I mean by presumption? The law of contracts is by presumption, and the corporations use it all the time. Who are these corporations? The United States and all 50 states. Why do they all appear in caps? Because artificial corporations have to use all caps in their name. Check out your state's Secretary of State's UCC section. When corporations are registered to do business, all have to do all have to have their names in capital letters. That is why they have tagged you a US citizen by presumption on their part. You are their subject as you are now deemed by them to be a person, an artificial entity by presumption. Let's look at the word presumption. You reading this have no clue what it really means. Now look that word up in Webster's 1828 dictionary. Okay, you know. Next page. <sighs> okay. Even though I I put it here, I could be lying to you just like the corporation the United States does. 1828 definition, presumption. 1. Supposition of the truth or real existence of something without direct or positive proof of the fact, but grounded on circumstantial or probable evidence, which entities which entitles it to belief. Hmm. Presumption in law is one is of three sorts: violent or strong, probable and light. What is the very first word defining presumption? So look that up. I am teaching you how a professional researcher looks at things. You have to, to get what I got in 1998. So we go back to Webster's. Supposition, noun. The fact of laying down, imagining or admitting as true or existing. What is known not to be true or what is not proved. How many times has IRS used the presumption and supposition in letters to you, or the court used it on you? It's hmm. interesting. Uh, the The position of something not uh, the position of something known not to be true or not proved hypothesis. This is only an infallibility upon supposition that if a thing is true, it is impossible to be false. Okay, page three. Imagination. Belief without full evidence. 1913 definition, supposition. Supposition. Supposito. Supposidio. (laughs) whatever that is, a placing under a substitution... I'm not going to read the different languages. uh, To put under, to substitute, the word has the meaning corresponding to suppose. See, sub, and position. The act of supposing, laying down, imagining, or considering as a true or existing what is known not to be true, or what is not proved. Let's suppose John Doe is a taxpayer when he is not. Let's suppose John Doe is a drug user. Do you see how presumption works with suppositions? That which is supposed hypothesis, conjecture, surmise, opinion, or belief without sufficient evidence. This is only an infallibility upon supposition that if a thing is true, it is impossible to be false. That's Tillotson. Okay. So how can you break the presumption? You are not a U.S. citizen turned person individual in tax law. The artificial entity, by doing something constructive for once in your life instead of griping all the time, <laughs> you want to be free, then you are the only one able to do it. I can't, an attorney won't, And uh, if they could. Your best friend can't Only you can. How? By simply going back a couple of hundred years, not 20, 50 or 100 years. Back to the time these commercial corporations of states and United States were formed. So we find a statute at large or a case using the statute at large. Folks, this is not jumping out of saying, Here I am. Freedom is never free. When you have corporate criminals claiming by presumption they own you, you are a person, and the corporation statute says you allow them to capitalize your name without objection. So they use the not otherwise condition because they cannot prove their presumption. Tax law says all persons liable, and by presumption, you are a person as a United States citizen. Well, how can you prove you are not a U.S. citizen? Pretty hard, is it not? Has anyone ever beat the presumption, as I have in 1998, that you really have evidence of that? Well, let's see what we can do about that. The statute at large to become a US citizen is the act of Congress of April 14, 1802. 2 Stat 153 C 28, Section 1, Revised Statute, Section 2165. You mean you never went back that far? Why? Don't you have to know what they did to screw you royally out of your freedoms for life? That act says, and pay attention, Provides that an alien may be admitted to become a citizen of the United States in the following manner. And not otherwise. Do you understand what not otherwise means? Of course you don't. Fourth grade mentality can't understand. (laughs) This is what the corporation's education system has done to every person in America. You are a person because you pay taxes, don't you? You have a DL right, you vote right, have a birth certificate, do everything the corporation tells you right, wrong. These do not make you a subject unless you agree by silence. Well, I found a case that will knock these preconceived ideas for a loop that if not heated, will keep you a subject of the corporation for the rest of your life and your kids and their kids lives. The case is in 1893 called City of Minneapolis versus Room, R-E-U-M, Circuit Court of Appeals, 8th Circuit, May 29th, 1893. Now I said pay attention. To what? Of course, dummy, the red words and not otherwise. Just because you voted does not mean you are a US citizen or got any latches filing tax forms getting licenses etc cetera, etc cetera, birth certificates are all in the category of and not otherwise hmm see you have to pay attention the case where mr room actually voted was not germane said the court even though he voted did not make him a citizen mr room went back and forth i am I so many times was why the court ruled against him. He had not signed himself away from his king and was not entitled to be a naturalized U.S. citizen. Sure, he registered to vote and did vote. So the court said the statute stated you had to do three things to become a U.S. citizen. Have you done any after reading what the court said the statute at large said? I now quote, the court and I know you will not pay attention, so I will put it in red, what you will gloss over and never give it a thought. The process was clearly stated as conclusions of the... The process was clearly stated as conclusions of law by the court. The court went on to state three factors whereby you needed to comply to become a U.S. citizen and not otherwise, and that's in quotes. They are quoting the court. First he shall, two years at least prior to his admission, declare before a proper court his intention to become a citizen of the United States. Mr. Room did this, and to renounce his allegiance to the potentiate, potentate, or sovereignty of which he may be, at the time, a citizen or subject. Mr. Room did not do this. Second, he shall, at the time of his application to be admitted, declare on oath, before some of the courts above specified, that he will support the Constitution of the United States and that he absolutely and entirely renounces and abjures all allegiance and fidelity to every foreign prince potentate state or sovereignty, and particularly by name to the prince potentate state or sovereignty of which he was before a citizen or subject, and, I'm sorry, which proceedings shall be recorded by the clerk of the court. Third, it shall be made to appear to the satisfaction of the court admitting such alien that he has resided within the United States five years at least, and within the state or territory where such court is at the time held one year at least, and that during that time he has behaved as a man of good, of a good moral character, attached to the principles of the Constitution of the United States, and well disposed to the good order and happiness of the same. But the oath of the applicant shall in no case be allowed to prove his residence. Emphasis mine. Note that they said man, not persons, as today's corporate RICO statutes do not mention man. The statute was only amended once, by the Act of May 26, 1824, for, I'm going to let you guys, it's, it's here if you want it, you can take it down, I don't want to read all those numbers. It removed the two year limit that blah blah blah, Provide 2165 provided, I mean, come and get the document, you can download it, I'll leave it here. Um, okay, the term of their law for man is non-resident alien. This is correct, but they used this term knowing everyone would say, I ain't no alien. Thereby negating the very thing that would make them free. Now where did all these aliens come from? Simply put, read the Federalist Papers 42 and 43. Man was the alien, the free white inhabitant that Madison wrote about in Federalist Papers 42 and 43. This maxim of law that apply is expressio unius est exclusio alturius, all the statutes, either comprising man or person. Well, that, that one means, you know, exclusion of the other, da, da da Man is devoid of statute, and that's MAN, he's got it in all capital letters, M-A-N. Man is devoid of statute. Non-resident alien, aka man, is mentioned and excluded in statute because he is the term non-resident alien, meaning not resident in any contract. Therefore, alien to the Constitution, policy, regs, etc., just as Whiting, the Solicitor General, stated in 1864. An alien owes no allegiance or obedience to our government, or to our constitution, laws, or proclamations. A citizen subject is bound to obey them all. In refusing such obedience, he is guilty of crime against his country and finds in the law of nations no justification for disobedience. An alien, being under no such obligation, is justified in refusing such obedience. Over an alien enemy, our government can make no constitution, law, or proclamation of obligatory force, because our laws bind only our own subjects and have no extraterritorial jurisdiction. Over citizens who are subjects, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on a second. I gotta close something here. Okay, where was I? Um, over citizens who are subjects of this government. Even if they have so far repudiated their duties as to become enemies, our constitution, statutes, and proclamations are the supreme law of the land. The fact that their enforcement is resisted does not make them void. It is not in the power of armed subjects of the Union to repeal or legally nullify our Constitution, laws, or other governmental acts. Oh, does anybody have anything to say? Raise, raise your hand for a star two. Otherwise, I'll continue. We're on page eight. It's up at eleven pages. So, okay, continuing. Uh, Source, the legal classics library war powers under the Constitution of the United States, 1864, 10th ed, entered by Act of Congress in the Clerk's Office of the District Court of the District of Massachusetts, Special Edition, 1997. Remember, we were subjects before the 1776 war we lost and became citizens, subjects after the 1783 peace treaty, where the king dictated to the United States exactly what he wanted, thereby leaving his subjects to become his subjects, now known as citizens of the Vatican's corporations. Do not forget that treaty of April 21st, 1214, where the king turned his entire kingdom and subjects over to the Pope, Vatican Corporation. You are now under ecclesiastical law of the Vatican since 1787. The books I have showing the Vatican rules every aspect of your movements and daily lives. He created the IRS in 1861, and you never knew it. He is a The H-E is capitalized, and I I guess he's talking about uh, the king. Okay, how do you think I got free in 1998 from all taxes, state or U.S. or any other income tax? And the SSN is your enemy ID to deal in banking. It was not for Social Security. The two corporate cases settled by the corporate Supreme Court came right out in 1935 and said there never was a Social Security. It was all a fraud and it was admitted in 1953, of which I have that document that I posted two years before ATG Press was shut down by powers you never knew existed. Justice Field dissenting stated in the Erie Railroad case, of 1892, I paraphrase to keep this short. The government thus lays a tax, though the instrumentality of the company upon the income of a non-resident alien over whom it cannot justly exercise any control, nor upon whom it can justly lay any burdens. burden. The power of the United States to tax is limited to persons property and business within their jurisdiction as much as that of the state is limited to the same subjects within its jurisdiction. That's United States versus Erie Railroad Company 106, U.S. 327. This court you just might be in has to produce to you the three facts of evidence stated by the court above, one, that you absolutely entirely renounced and abjures all allegiance and fealty, fealty, fidelity to God our creator, two, had, had given your intentions to the court to become a US citizen, subject of a corporate nature in writing, there are no other provision of the acts of Congress under which you could have been naturalized. The court did state, and not otherwise, Number three, and since the state at the statute at large, not code, says it's recorded in fact to either the court has to provide it or you win hands down when the plaintiff cannot produce this fact evidence to you and the court. Well, now that's interesting, isn't it? Okay. The court is the only one that has it, not the RICO. Agent coming after you. The court is the only one. There. Hmm. Why would we? Why would he have it? If all they were work from is presumption, the court has the record when you became a U.S. citizen as it was recorded. That destroys their presumption. You are not a person or a state citizen, taxpayer, or that you are all that all-capped artificial entity. It then throws the presumption back at them. Remember the phrase, see you did not pay attention to the last sentence. And number one of supposition. This is only an infallibility upon supposition that if a thing be true, it is impossible to be false. This is what kills them. You made them prove you are a man, a non-resident, not in contract, therefore the alien. So being the supposition is false on you, being a U.S. citizen by presumption, the reverse is true that you are an alien, man and not a person, who Madison wrote about in his Federalist Papers 42 and 43. The Free White Inhabitant Alien Man. I wrote extensively on this in my books and free stuff on ATG Press for 10 years at least. One was terms, not words, explaining that they make up their own definitions. This last part of the case in which you are not, in which you are, in which one are you. Oh, that's another book, Is Wait a minute. Which one are you? Says a lot. This last part of the case in which one are you? Says a lot. Judge Levy then went on to quote Assessors versus Osborne, 9 Wall, 76 U.S. 567 at 574. District courts are courts of special jurisdiction and therefore they cannot take jurisdiction of any case, either civil or criminal, where they are not authorized to do so by an act of Congress. He said it is a leading case and has not been distinguished, modified, or overruled. Emphasis his. In 1988, Congress eliminated the appellate jurisdiction of the Supreme Court to review decisions on appeal from state courts and decisions of the United States Court of Appeals. Does this sound like a Republican government under the separation of powers doctrine or a commissioner form of corporate government democracy operating through corporate administrative agencies and commercial tribunals corporation courts, and caps, of special jurisdiction. I know as I was the first case from a state case on appeal that was denied, the informer. Started December 2008, finished November 10th, 2011. I draw your attention to what one man found after reading this in just two weeks. Terms used in this Virginia regulation It's H2523. One, the people of Virginia are sovereigns. Two, the citizens of Virginia and the commonwealth are the federal citizens that are living under the corporation. Three, the commonwealth local governments and citizens are the people that would be identifying with as sovereigns too. Number four, the citizens of Virginia and the Commonwealth, and does not properly respect the rights of, to, the Commonwealth, local governments, and citizens. I've got a, uh, a link there. You can click on it. I guess that's it. That was 11 pages. 10? I oh, yeah, it 11 pages. So you guys can all have that. That's from the informer. And then I have a couple of other books of his. So I think I'll post them here, so you guys can have them. Oh wait, Angie, I want. Wow, to that
3: was something.
0: This. Is there a call? Yeah, we're on the call. Yeah, on the call. <laughs> wow. Oh, Dan Elvis, I want. Can't you? Can you download it? You can download it, right? Dan Elvis from the. I put it in the thing there, and I'll I'll post some others here. What do I have of his? Oh, let's see, here I have that. I have a document um, called Social Security. And let's see here, that's um, Ecclesiastical Law. Um, I think that's just a listing of the books that he had. For let's see here, waiting, waiting Alien Page, I don't know what that is. It says three two two well here I'll just' I'll put ecclesiastical law okay and then let me put up another one let's see that's the little real okay the little one let's see Social security these are all by the informer
3: yeah I'm having a hard time trying to get that link down I' have to I can even copy it oh,
0: the link heart. on the page. It's a uh, legal dot it's L L E G L dot State dot V A dot U S forward slash E G I Dash B I N Forward slash L E G P five O four dot EXE question mark nine five one plus sign F U L plus sign C H A P in all capital letters C H A P Then oh six oh four. Does that help? Yeah, I mean it should be oh I guess we can't click on it. You can't save it. Well all right, so that's three items I've posted here. Let me see what else does he have. I don't know. See what else. Are you familiar with the informer, Mike?
3: Oh, I definitely am now. I thought I heard of the name before a while back, but I never knew he was known as the Informer. But um, Big Al, yeah. yeah, Big Al. You had Big Al on your show before, or no? I can't remember.
0: No, I've never had him on. I think he passed away. I don't know when he passed away, or he I, I don't. I, I, you know, he was a very private guy and very, you know, in seclusion, like. So I don't know, but there's those three documents. Um, Let me see the what is this ecclesiastical. Let me see that one. Hold on a second.
3: Wait, wait. I'll tell you what? That's though. that. Yeah. One. What? what? I'll tell what? you what, though. This can blow away a lot of a lot of uh, all the theories and stuff uh, that uh, all the all the people that you've had on the on your call in the uh, uh, all these years.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, Kinda of sorta. Of. Whatever. Yeah. Kinda of, sorta. Of,
0: I guess this is, it's like a two-page thing of the Roman pontiff on the rights and prerogatives. Right I don't know. That's you—that's where he was. Yeah. Oh, that's what's a, this? A what oh, happened? Where'd that? the other one go? The document, it, it. <laughs> wait, if I do that, okay. How do I get back to the other? Let's see. Okay, the first one's there. Oh, wait. <sighs> Okay. Well shoot. I guess I gotta just click back. Social security, oh that's like a booklet. Oh he's got all kinds of stuff underlined here about social security. And I wonder what book that is. Gosh <laughs> He didn't put the title of this book. But he's quoting title one CFR IRS agents are foreign and from abroad. Okay, I we'll have to read that, There's, they're all there, and then this one is Whiting Alien page, well let's see what that says, Military Government, page 322, oh I think this is from his other, his book, His oops, where'd it go, it keeps disappearing. <sighs> See here, an alien owes no allegiance or obedience to our government, oh, it's a military document, or to our constitution, laws, or proclamations. A citizen subject is bound to obey them all. In refusing such obedience, he is guilty of crime against his country and finds in the law of nations no justification for disobedience. An alien being under no such obligation is justified in refusing such obedience. Over an alien enemy, our government can make no constitution, law, or proclamation of obligatory force because... Disappeared again. Where'd it go? Oh, okay. Uh, uh... Subjects and have no extra, where did I leave off at, obedience to human, probably, a citizen subject is bound to obey them all, and refusing such an justification for obedience to an alien being under no study, I don't know, over, over citizens who are subjects of this government, even if they have so far repudiated their duties as to become enemies, our constitution, statutes, and proclamations as the supreme law of the land, the fact that their enforcement, is resisted does not make them void it is not in the power of armed subjects of the Union to repel or legally nullify our Constitution laws or other governmental acts sources the legal but the legal classics library War powers under the Constitution of the United States Ah, oh, the plaques, Office of the District, Massachusetts Special Edition. Hmm. The Legal Classics Library. Oh, that's wow. interesting.
3: Yeah, that something. Uh, what?
1: Well,
0: I don't know. Yeah. I have so much stuff. I want to share it with you all. I want to, you know, in case I die or something. You never know. <laughs> you have to go to the website. A lot of stuff is posted there, too. Oh. Ho, ho, ho. Well, as, long
3: as, you put, as long as you put me in your will, that's okay by me. No, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't have no. one. I
0: have to make one. All right. So um, what else is new? Hmm. Anybody want to say something? Well. Does anybody remember Big Al or The Informer? Same person. Oh, wow. Oh.
3: Now I of course Big Al does. is not no Big Al is not uh, no relation to uh, Al Barcroft. No, it's so a different, that, Al. <laughs>
0: totally different, different Al. Totally Al, different yes. Al. Yes. Yeah,
3: Big Al, Big Al
0: was the informer. If, the uh, informer used to have. The Big Al
3: got some. Wonder if Big Al got some stuff on YouTube.
0: I don't know. Somebody might have posted something of his. He wrote check. a lot of stuff. You know. That, let me see here. He wrote so many, let's see here, hold on a second. Let me pull out his books. Uh, he wrote, Which One Are You? Uh, Response to Which One Are You? Response to Which One Are You? There's like three, three books of Which One Are You? Would You Like the Constitution as a Source of Rights? The Big Lie, The Big Lie Three, Works of the Informer, Reality, the new history of America, and addendum to the new history of America included, let's see, the myth and the reality, and then we have new books. The little book, that's the one, we just got new book, the little one. How to get out of being a person citizen using their statute. Terms, not words, are used in law. That one he wanted, 40 bucks for that one. Why do you want to be a U.S. national? Yeah.
3: Huh? Check this out. Um, um, I couldn't find them on YouTube, so then I just uh, put them normal in the page, and then I saw uh, one called Big L, the informer at Truth Press.
0: Yeah. ATG Press
3: at Truth Press. Yeah. Oh, that, that's Truth Press. Okay. I, I thought the ATG. Okay. All right. I'll, you I
0: may, I post this so you guys can look up all these books.
3: Houston, uh, some of the, uh, also a little oh, thing wait, about Houston not... Informer on Facebook. Uh, then there's one called uh, at, at archive.org, the Common Law, the Informer. Oh wait, that might not be Big L though. No, that's not Big L. Never
0: mind. It's probably better if you look up the Informer.
3: Yeah, I got it right here, the Truth Press one.
0: Here's a list of his books that. You can see the names of them there and the prices he had on there. Works of the Informer. Which one are you? How to get out of being a person. That's the little book. I already put that on there. Terms, not words. I I have to look up some of the other ones. Let's see here. What do I have? So have that. Books by the Informer. The Ecclesiastical Law one. Did that already.
3: One and, definitely bookmarked uh, in this little
0: one. Little book.
3: Yeah. And.
0: civil Security. Yeah. All right. Writings right. page. Let me close that. Because let me see here. I have. Let's see. Oh. What is this? This is, I okay, go to documents, okay, so that was under Big Al, yeah, now let me see if I have a separate one called the Informer, or, right. no, I guess I don't. See here. Yes. The Informer. (laughs) I did. (laughs) Okay. Check endorsements. Okay. Here's um, no income evidence. There's three more things I'm gonna upload. The Informer. Check endorsements. Okay. Okay, notes of debt are not income. Okay, let me go here. Let me go to my here. Okay, go to participants. Okay. Um. So all of these are from the informer. Okay, so we're gonna go there. Upload file. Okay. Okay. Not that uh we want the check endorsements wait a minute. did that did that did it go oh wait oh no i'll be
3: uh i'll be right back i'm uh just uh going back and forth right now between you and dusty um okay. i'm gonna go uh, visit him for a second Hey, uh, after you after you're done with this, do you think you might want to uh, think? We might maybe if we can uh, do a simulcast on that, or no? Or do you want to just keep it independent?
0: I'm sorry, I don't understand what you mean. You want to keep going? Uh,
3: I'm gonna, yeah. You go ahead and keep going, but uh, I'll I'll be back in a while. But uh, if I come back, uh, actually, actually, you know what? I'll ask you when I come back.
0: Okay. Adios. <laughs> Notes of debt are not income. Recently, Levi Phylos, who I had, oh, why does it disappear like that? How do I make it stay? Whom I had asked about the email below, did some searching of his own, and came up with the article by the informer that follows below the email. I think you will find all of this to be very interesting and useful. Fred. In my oh, broken wrench. God, you remember broken wrench? <laughs> oh, God. Now I understand. God, why does it keep doing that? Does anybody know? Does anybody know why the document keeps disappearing and goes reverse back to the first one? Oh, well okay now I understand the full meaning of this message posted to Yahoo group tips and tricks archives limited to members where broken wrench posted on February 10th 2005 boy I was a member of that okay the IRS has never tried to collect it has been over 25 years since I was audited and then I got a refund I have a stamp that prints Deposited for credit on account or exchange for non-negotiable Federal Reserve notes of face value. When I was audited, I produced the front and back copies of my paychecks to the IRS man. He took a break and came back and told me that those checks endorsed that way were not taxable income. I got in a hurry and opened signed three of my checks. Those were the only ones I had that they said they could tax. That is the last I heard from them. Dear Broker ranch. I'm very interested in your adventures with the stamp for the back of the check. This is way back when making checks not taxable event. Congress license the use of FRNs to be used as money. That's a good page so you guys can you know have it. Let me upload some more of what he got of what he let's see here. Let's see, citizens not federal. Let's see what that one looks like. Citizens not federal. History not now taught in public schools. The cover-up of the truth. No one has ever been a U.S. citizen by law of statute. Okay, definition presumption. Oh, that's that again. Okay, so this is the same as the other. Well, it's showing where the definitions are. What else? Let's see. No income evidence. Okay, let's pop that up. Let's see. No income evidence. The informer. What to present administratively that you have no income. Here's an abbreviation that no man no one realizes or God, if the text is any smaller, it's like microprint. Oh, Here is an observation that no one realizes or even knows it exists. Here is a problem that may be brought before a court if you are drugged into one. But it is better used administratively, just a hypothesis. Could it work? Who knows? 1. You work for a company. 2. You receive a negotiable instrument for your work. 3. You have to cash it at a bank. Four, you are given Federal Reserve notes in exchange. Five, you have to. You have not been paid anything but worthless securities. So now let's put on your thinking caps and do some digging, starting with Title 26, Subtitle A, Chapter One, Subchapter B. <laughs> oh God, it keeps disappearing like that. uh, Subchapter B, oh my god, how do I get it to stay? Do I have to remove the other ones? I don't want to remove the other ones. I want them all to to stay there so you guys can get them all. Uh, All right. (laughs) Section 165, losses, release date, 2003, general info, there shall be allowed as a deduction any loss sustained during the taxable year, well I'm not going to read all this, what else, blah blah blah, reserve banks, blah blah blah, worthless securities, I have to print this out, it's so tiny I cannot read it, oh god, how many pages? is this change of name boy wow okay so I don't know how many pages that is because these little things are hiding it. (laughs) I don't know. Anybody got any questions? Wanna say anything? Ask a question you're welcome to download all these items these are from the informer hi mike
3: oh my god that is just something i i just had a uh, realization i I, I, ho- I hope i'm i hope i'm right in this uh but uh that just that thing that you read it it um it just opened me up to the possibility that you know like Let's say that if you really are free of it, you know, like, like, you know, like, uh, like you said, you know, like your sovereign, you know, like you know, the sovereignty or whatever. Uh, I mean, not only that, none of the the laws apply to you, but I mean, even, 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 even just this pamphlet too. Like, you don't even need to, you don't even need that pamphlet to read anymore, because it's like you're so, you know, aware of it. It's like, uh, I mean, can anybody on this call uh, see the beauty in that? <laughs> that's that's my question.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I keep losing it. It keeps disappearing and, and reverting back to the uh, first book I posted. Let me see here. How do I how do I get that to stay? I was presenting the no income evidence one. I like that one. Stop presenting. Oh maybe that's it. Stop presenting oh no I want to present this one <laughs> the other ones to just well, see it keeps disappearing the informer what to present administratively that you have no income so I guess you could just present this to the IRS I'm going to print it out because I can't read it it's so damn tiny oh. It's all right. It's not that many pages. Yeah, download,
3: uh, download a PDF for yourself and then open it up in another page. Um, and then, uh, then you can read it, you know, at your own, you know, whatever, magnification or whatever.
0: Uh, uh, let's see here. Oh. I'll be right back. Uh, uh, yeah, I have to print it out. You guys can read it at your leisure. You can print it out if you want. I can't right at the moment I'm trying to okay I could just open that okay and now I okay I got it I got it okay let's see it okay at a hundred percent it's much bigger okay Jeez. Do you guys want me to read this it's 13 pages I don't want to read 13 pages it's too much read it at your uh, leisure 13 pages hmm. let's see wait yeah, this is like the same stuff that David Merrill um, talks about so okay so now you have been given evidence of debt for your work you have a never made you have never made income but received evidences of debt US Treasury admits to G above in its website and then the link is there, where in the website states Federal Reserve notes are legal tender currency notes. The 12 Federal Reserve banks issue them into circulation pursuant to the Federal Reserve Act of 1913. A commercial bank belonging to the Federal Reserve System can obtain Federal Reserve notes from the Federal Reserve bank's Bank in its district whenever it wishes. It must pay for them in full, dollar for dollar by drawing down its account with its District Federal Reserve Bank. Federal Reserve Banks obtain the notes from our Bureau of Engraving and Printing. It pays the BEP for the cost of producing the notes, which then become liabilities of the Federal Reserve Banks and obligations of the United States government. Congress has specified that a Federal Reserve Bank must hold collateral equal in value to the Federal Reserve notes that the bank receives. This collateral is chiefly gold, certificates, and United States securities. This provides backing for the note issued. The idea was that if the Congress dissolved the Federal Reserve System, the United States would take over the notes liabilities. This would meet the requirements of Section 411, but the government would also take over the assets which would be of equal value. Then in red it says Federal Reserve notes represent a first lien on all the assets of the Federal Reserve Banks, and on the collateral specifically held against them. First Federal Reserve, wait, for, phew, the next page. Federal Reserve notes are not redeemable in gold, silver, or any other commodity, and receive no backing by anything. This has been the case since 1933. The notes have no value for themselves, but for what they will buy. In another, in another sense, because they are legal tender, Federal Reserve notes are backed by all the goods and services in the economy. Now they, not you, have established that their confidence game, what you received in exchange for the, comp- the company draft check, was absolutely nothing they are valueless so you exchange your labor for a valueless paper that has a lien on it already they are identified in two statutes code and they are title 18 section 8 wherein it states title 18 part 1 chapter 1 section 8 release date 2004 august 6 section 8 Obligation or other security of the United States defined. The term obligation or other security of the United States includes all bonds, certificates of indebtedness, national bank currency, federal reserve notes, federal reserve bank notes, coupons, United States notes, treasury notes, gold certificates, silver certificates, fractional notes, certificates of deposit, bills, checks, or drafts for money drawn by or upon authorized officers of the United States, stamps, and other representatives of value of whatever denomination issued under any act of Congress and canceled United States stamps. At the Second Statute Code site, 12 U.S.C. Chapter... 12 Federal Reserve Notes, 123, I guess 2000, EXP exp, exp site, XP site, is that right? That's what it says, okay. (laughs) Title 12 Banks and Banking, Chapter 3, Federal Reserve System, Subchapter 12, Federal Reserve Notes. Head, subchapter 12, Federal Reserve Notes again, Site 12, USC, Section 411, Banks and Banking, Title 12, Banks and Banking, Chapter 3, Federal Reserve System. Subchapter 12, Federal Reserve Notes. For Section 411, issuance to reserve banks, nature of obligation, redemption statute. Federal Reserve Notes to be issued at the discretion of the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System For the purpose of making advances to Federal Reserve banks through the Federal Reserve agents, as hereinafter set forth and for no other purpose are authorized, the said notes shall be obligations of the United States and shall be receivable by all national and member banks and Federal Reserve banks and for all taxes, customs and other public dues. They shall be redeemed in lawful money on demand at the Treasury Department of the United States, in the city of Washington, District of Columbia, or at any Federal Reserve Bank. Yeah, right, try and do that. <laughs> References and text phrase here and after set forth is from the section, section 16 of the Federal Reserve Act. Probably means as set forth in Section blah, blah, blah. Then codification section is blah 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 respectively. Ah uh, yeah yeah, okay. What page am I on now? I don't even know. Five, I guess. And they have amendments here struck out from lesson. Okay, blah blah. blah. Cross references gold coinage Supposing this is. Supposing this not to be taxed for inspection purposes, has Congress consented to it being laid? It is certain that Congress has not expressly consented, but is express consent necessary. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Okay. Okay. There is nothing in the Constitution which says so. There is nothing in the practice of men or in the municipal law of men or in the practice of nations or the law of nations that says so. Silence gives consent is the rule of business life. A tender of bills is as good as one of coin unless the bills are objected to. Oh. To stand by in silence and see another sell your property binds you. Okay people, how many times has your property, labor included, been stolen and turned over to the taxman in your silence? Did you file a refusal for good cause shown? These are mere instances of the use of the maxim in the municipal law in the law of nations. It is equally potent. Silent acquiescence in the breach of a treaty binds a nation. <clears throat> Battelle, Chapter 16, Section 199, Book 1, See Book 2, and on and on and on, uh, uh, as to use of caption and prescription and to to ratification, express consent. Then, not being necessary, is there anything from which consent may be applied? There is length of time. Has the company caused a the theft when issuing you a draft that only will result in you receiving evidences of debt that are no longer at par with a face value U.S. silver eagle dollar-dominated coin, denominated coin? This is what the court stated on this type money issue. Excuse me. West Ball versus Braley, 10 Ohio, 188, 75 M, December 509. Bank notes are the representative of money and circulate as such only by the general consent and usage of the community. But this consent and usage are based upon the convertibility of such notes into coin at the pleasure of the holder upon their presentation to the bank for redemption. This is the vital principle which sustains their character as money. So long as they are, in fact, what they purport to be payable on demand, common consent gives them the ordinary attributes of money but upon failure of the bank by which they are issued when its doors are closed and its inability to redeem its bills is openly avowed. see Letter October 26, 1989, Department of Treasury, Russell Monk. Assistant General Counsel, International Affairs, as recorded in the Office of the Clerk and Recorder, Baca County, Colorado, admitting the notes are worthless and not redeemable at par. They instantly lose the character of money, their circulation as currency ceases with the usage and consent upon which it is rested, and the notes become the mere dishonored and depreciated evidences of debt. It is only upon this idea that they can honestly be tendered as money. And when accepted as such, under the same supposition, the mutual mistake of facts should no more be permitted to benefit one party or prejudice the other than if the notes had been spurious or payment had been made in base or all adulterated coin. Again, the question begs of any court what the last sentence is in that you have never received any income in money but evidences of a debt issued with a lien already on it, thereby taking them out of the realm of money as they are a debt obligation or, in reality, an IOU, issued by a private banking system that are trademarked as such. Want more statutes and code on the matter for you to decide? Here is more info. That is incontrovertible. So with your question in mind, As to what statutes say in regard to Federal Reserve Notes, read all of this. Title 31, Subtitle 4, Chapter 51, Subchapter 2. Section 5119. Section 5119, Redemption and Cancellation of Currency. And it says A. Except to the extent authorized in regulations, the Secretary of the Treasury prescribes with the approval of the President. The Secretary may not redeem United States currency, including Federal Reserve notes and circulating notes of Federal Reserve banks and national banks in gold. However... The Secretary shall redeem gold certificates owned by the Federal Reserve Banks at all times and in amounts the Secretary decides are necessary to maintain the equal purchasing power of each kind of United States currency. When redemption in gold is authorized, the redemption may be made only in gold bullion bearing the stamp of the United States Mint or Assay Office in an amount equal at the time of redemption to the currency presented for redemption. Comment. As stated in the code, in red above, it can be taken as not being U.S. currency, like you say, until you read all the statutes and the words in kind. Then the worthless note is taken as currency by the government. True. Excuse me. It is not a pay to, but only a legal offer tender. That's all they care about is a legal offer. You can decline a legal offer even if in Federal Reserve notes as stated on the U.S. Treasury website. Go back and read all of it if you have to. B, one, except as provided in subsection C, one of this section, the following are public debts bearing no interest. Gold certificates issued before 1934, Silver certificates, notes issued under the Act of July 14th, 1890, blah, blah, blah. D, Federal Reserve notes for which payment was made under Section 4 of the old Series Currency Adjustment Act. E, United States Currency notes including those issued under Section 1 of the Act of February eighteen sixty two. blah, 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 blah. You could read that yourself. Redemption, cancellation, and destruction of currency, the Secretary shall redeem any currency described in paragraph 1 from the general fund of the Treasury upon presentment to the Secretary, and B, cancel and destroy such currency upon redemption. The Secretary shall not be required to reissue United States currency notes upon redemption. C1. The Secretary may determine the amount of the following United States currency that will not be presented for redemption because the currency has been destroyed or irretrievably lost. And then A. Circulating notes of Federal Reserve banks and national banks issued before July 1929 for which the United States government has assumed liability comment. Does this mean that the notes are no longer assumed by the United States? kind of presumes they are assumed by the IMF fed res that issues them as first liens on the US Huh? okay and you know what I'm going to let the rest of you read that I'm on page 8 I'm not reading anymore I'm done there are are the actual statutes on the above and he goes into detail can't be any plainer than this
1: complete.
0: This is all good information. He's done a lot of research. How many people remember the informer? Is anybody?
1: <laughs> well,
0: yeah. Oh, I see 951 has their hand up. You've been unmuted.
4: Hi, how are you? I've been unmuted.
0: Hi, Dallas. Hi. I'm
4: How are you good. Doing?
0: How are you? I'm okay. you remember the informer?
4: Uh, i never heard anything from him, but I remember reading a few things. Okay. Big uh, Yeah, and I, I got on a little late. I kind of heard you kind of apologizing for something, and then you started reading. And uh, I don't know what you're apologizing for, so...
0: I'm not apologizing <laughs> for anything, you know. That's the beginning
4: <laughs> really? of the call.
0: Well, you, you know, you
4: guys have your own talk show call or something yeah, like that. You know, yeah, you know, I,
0: well, it, it's, it's, it's become stressful. You know, I feel pressured to find people to come on the call as a guest speaker. But I'm pressured for time at home here, too, because I'm dealing with other things with my son and myself, you know. know
1: and so, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, exactly. And so um, I was just, you know, some people are annoyed with me because I don't have guest speaker on every week. You know, it used to be such a great show, You know, and they're getting on my case. Hey, don't do well, that to me. Almost everybody's gotten arrested. You know, That's why there's oh. no speakers. <laughs> you know? Yeah, all the You're federal
4: right. prisons. That's why there's no more guest speakers, right? You no, know, I know not. How you talk not about. all yeah. of them. You either died in
0: federal prison or <laughs>
4: they're still in it, or they're political prisoners, you know? Uh, well,
0: <laughs> right? there's still a lot of people out. I mean, I, you know, I have a whole list of people I need to contact and and then I have to get responses back and go back and forth. And I just lately, I haven't had time to sit at this computer and wait for emails or, you know, I can't read the emails I have as it is. I
4: know because you didn't get my email from two weeks ago. So I know I didn't. I (laughs) I knew you were busy. No, and then I saw you didn't have one last week. I said, (sighs) she must have a lot of things to do. I mean, hey, it's life. Life What is your email? Does it say
0: Dallas? No, this is The Matrix. Oh, The Matrix. Okay, I'll go look for it. See, yeah. if it doesn't have your name on there, and I. I that yeah, my Matrix name shows name. up on there.
4: It says Dallas on there. Oh. And, uh Because it shows up as Dallas, but uh, my email starts with The Matrix. Did but I answer you is, back? What's that?
0: Did I answer you back?
4: Uh, no. No, I figure you have to be real busy. And I know it's like <laughs> my dad was. From that time, my dad was in the hospital twice. So oh. I know what that's like, you know. So. Uh, you know, life takes over, and and uh, and, uh, yeah. and in the meantime, too, we had uh, a death in the family from uh, oh, someone God. with depression and stuff, committed suicide. Oh, so yeah. it's like, oh, you know, it, it's, it, it's uh, crazy. Life just takes over, you know, and you got to handle a lot of things. Mm. So, uh, but, you know, Mike, I, going back to your first big out thing you were talking about, yeah, You are talking about United States and citizen and and uh, alien and things like that. You were talking about that?
0: Yeah, I was reading um, it from his book. Yeah.
4: I, you, you know, maybe I could stimulate... There's a lot of people online. I noticed that, but I, mean, I can stimulate some conversation because, I mean, I, there's not too many people doing a lot of things like they used to, yeah. okay, in the community yeah. that we're in. And like I said, a lot of them are... They stopped me with Jim because they you know, they got arrested or whatever, okay. And so everyone's kind of backed off a lot because they're kinda of like, okay, I don't wanna get that I don't wanna get arrested <laughs> And but uh, my brain is always active in all of this stuff, always. And uh and I wanna talk about one of the things that you talked about in there and something else that happened to me today. That's current, that's I'm sure it'll be very interesting for everyone. Uh I've had a conversation with uh as an analyst, a legal analyst, a law student with the Office of Management and Budget, which is very interesting, at uh, the Office of, uh, it's called OIRA, and uh, regarding the 1040 form. We talked for, like, about 40 minutes. Um, maybe even longer than that. But, uh, but the thing with, with the Al thing, big Al thing, um, and you guys are talking about it, something that I was going through and it was very interesting, you were looking at Title Eight of the United States Code nationality. Um, And it talked about, I think, one of the things in the Big Al document it said about being a non-resident alien, that you're not resident. Well, none and not are two different words. Either you're non or you're not. (laughs) You can't be both at the same time. And um, uh, you're not resident or you're non-resident, which is a definition of the uh, Internal Revenue Code. Uh, Not resident is just you're not. You know, either you are or you aren't. And uh, resident, it just means whether or not you've sided with the uh, federal area in the federal code or you're not sided with it. And that's what the reside means, R-E-S-I-D-E. But, uh, um, uh, but in that code, Title VIII, uh, Section 21 and 23 are extremely interesting. Um, uh, Section 21 says the term national. And I heard someone saying, yeah, that, that's the one that makes you a state citizen, right? The term national means a person uh, owing criminal allegiance to a state. And 23 says the term nationalization means the conferring of a nationality of a state upon a person. I'm reading this without my glasses on because they're too far away. Uh, after birth by any means whatsoever. And I know someone who a few years ago took the, uh, the test. This is from Mexico and uh, got married to one of my nieces. And he, you know, got his U.S. citizenship, right? And anyone who's like that is nationalized in the state, not in the United States, which is interesting. And if you look at that, if you actually take a look at that section of the code, the term state in both of those 21 and 23 sections is spelled differently than the term state in the definition or anywhere else in that same oh, really? code. Yeah, let's look at it. You see it, it's spelled differently. Just like in the Constitution, where the term citizen prior to the 14th Amendment is spelled with a capital C, and after the 14th Amendment is spelled with a lowercase c, and regarding capitalization in the U.S. Uh, government style manual, uh, how it explains what capitalization is. Same thing here. <laughs> Same thing here. Interesting.
1: Yeah. They distinguish
4: between the two different types of states. Where everywhere else, if you look at, I think it's Section 36 defined state, and that's the District of Columbia, blah, 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 yeah, but it doesn't say the 50 states. And if it doesn't include it, then according to Title 40 United States Code, it, uh, it's not there. <laughs> and if 50 states is not in, it's not there. And Everywhere, and but if you click, if you, if you, I'm at the uh, Law, uh, the uh, Law Revision Council website for the House of Representatives. But if you go on Cornell, it, you can click on the term "state," and it always goes to the same one, no matter which one you click on in there. You can click on; it's a hot link, and you can, it'll take you to the definition of "state" in Section 36 about the District of Columbia. No matter which one, even the ones in 21 and 23 for national and nationalization. However, eh, Cornell is not always right, <laughs> because if you look on any website, it's the same thing, just as it is in the Constitution for citizen, prior to and after the Fourteenth Amendment.
0: Because Dan Elvis here is wanting you to read Section eighty-two thirty-three. He says you need to read Section eighty-two thirty-three. Of oh, what? Yeah. And get educated on the tax code. Hello, Dallas. Income on tax. tax only applies to federal citizens and yeah, and aliens. Yeah.
4: Well, that's you the one that. thing that uh, I'm going to talk about: non-resident alien, and the thing uh, uh, regarding uh, aliens. You can't. We can't be non-resident aliens. I've heard people talk about that because aliens. mean, there's a lien filed against you. By the United States government. That's what alien means. Alien. I just
0: read the opposite. The Big Al thing that if you're a non-resident yeah. alien, there's there can't be there is no lien against you. And that's what everyone
4: believed it. back then. You got to realize when that was written, and uh, um, that was written.
0: 2011. Yeah. He posted that. I think. When was it? Or, I think 2011. <sighs> But don't quote me on that. That could be just the date I saved the file to my. I saw 2011 on my. I think is when I uploaded it. Could be when somebody sent it to me. Ah, okay. So, says, and the other guy. 8233 says so 8233. Dallas. I know 8233
4: doesn't have a regulation that implements it, but 8233, and that's 8233. Hmm. So they can see 20, 20... Is that 26 USC? 8233? Internal Revenue Code? Must be. 8233,
0: huh? I think it's from, yeah, from the Internal Revenue Code, right? Wait, let me... Uh, hmm? no. If so an individual in the payroll department does not know, Section 8233 states that a withholding agent may only withhold a debt from aliens. Aliens? Well no,
4: that's 7701. That defines... Uh, 82 holding.
0: 33. Section 8233, no 82, oh, are, you, are you putting the right one there, Dan? Is that the code? Um, I'm waiting for him to type it into the chat. <clears throat> uh, 8233,
4: oh, he must be talking about the form 8233. I don't know, he didn't say it.
0: He says yeah, here, sure. you need to read section 8233 and get educated um, on the text.
4: There is no 8233. Wait,
0: the withholding agent is under subtitle A. Oh, that's GT. Yeah, seventy seven oh one. 7701. Uh, Dan Elvis is saying left. applies to withholding agents.
4: That's form 8233. Uh, let me see if it up here. It's probably form 8233. 8233's talk. There is no text
0: 8233. Dan. What what, what what are you referring to? Where is this at, this Section 8233?
4: or is Form 8233.
0: Um, you mean Form 8233,
4: uh, Dan? Dallas says so. it's a form. Let's say Form 8233, and I'm pulling it up right now. It should be for non resident aliens. Yeah. Exemption from withholding on compensation for independent and certain dependent personal services of a non resident alien individual. Is that what he's talking about? That's only control number 1545 Is that what he's talking about? Because there
0: is no uh, section 8233
4: to turn around the code. It doesn't go that far.
0: <laughs> are, you, are you talking about the form, Dan? Because. Uh... Seems Dallas has pulled up a form 8233, which applies to withholding agents. That's it, dude. He said.
4: That's it, right? So it's not okay. section 8233. So it's, not so
0: it's okay. And, and, it's the, and the thing
4: I'm saying is, this is this is a good point right here. Probably the reason why you don't have a whole lot of speakers on your call, because a lot of them get misinformation and they yeah. use it and they get in trouble because wow. they, they, they don't verify and validate what, what
0: they're getting. Now, and everybody so should look up their stuff and don't take anyone's yeah. word for anything. Don't I mean, ever take times, anyone's word for it. How many times do we <laughs> say that, you know?
4: And my dad always told me, tell <laughs> what you see and none of what you hear.
0: <laughs> Use it, it at you know? your own risk. Okay, GGG is yeah. saying, take a look at IRS Publication 515. Tell you the withholding agent is the taxpayer. Also, the citizen is not subject to withholding under Chapter 3, Subtitle A.
1: Okay, let
4: me tell you about publications. Publications are opinions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're not talking about the tax law or the regulation, then, uh, you know, it's like the IRS puts out their their notices, right? Like I'll, it's like I'll, the guy I was talking to today. I was talking to this guy. Interesting name. His family name is the um, name uh, 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 Good Enough. Interesting name, right? And I asked the girl, well, "How's this spelled?" She goes, "It's spelled just like it says." And in my conversation with him today, that's just about how he treated the code—that was good enough for him. <laughs> you know, I'm going, "Well, it's not good enough for me." Uh-huh. And we were talking about the supporting statement on the 1040 form, uh, or whether the Ewire uh, process, where they do the clearance process or the Paperwork Reduction Act. And I was going through it. With- <laughs> I was like, I can never, get, I can never get to anyone over there before, and
1: it
4: was. Uh, it took me a couple of days, but I finally got to him today, and uh, he took. It took the time out and talking for about 40 minutes before he hung up on me. <laughs> but he stayed on a long time, and he was looking, and he ended up. He ended up telling me things, you know, it was really interesting. Okay, because what I wanted to know was the clearance process for for gross income and for wages, tips, and, and everything else like that. And he kind of looked at it the same way, uh, you know, You know, uh, your caller got mistaken about section 8233. He was trained a certain way to look at things a certain way, and he won't look at it any other way. And I looked him up on the Internet, and he has an extensive background in law and everything else like that. He's a jurist doctor, and he's got a master's of law, blah, 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 but he didn't understand the law at all because he didn't understand the clearance process of the Paperwork Reduction Act for collections of information at all. And uh, and we were going through the whole supporting statement that came from their website, and he's the analyst that approves the forms for the 1040. He does the approval (laughs) for them to clear it so they have an OMB control number that doesn't extend past three years, and he's one of the ones who approves it. It was interesting talking with him. And, uh, and after talking with him, I could tell how ignorant they really are. He didn't understand the law at all. And when I told him, I said, It says on the form, I think I still have it up. I didn't, you know, I got it right here. Uh, don't what do I do with my mouse? Oh, here it is right here. Um, I think I have it here. When I looked at the supporting statement, yeah, here it is. Yeah, and uh, I, I couldn't locate it because I was looking for all the documents on their website. I said OMB. And I couldn't find anything with the supporting statement, so he had to walk me through a way to search it. And we found it, and I downloaded, it, and I had him look at what I was looking at. And on page 28 of the supporting statement, it says, "We are asking for continued approval of these regulations that are associated with Form 1040. Please continue to sign OMB Control Number 15450074 to these regulations." It's got a whole list of regulations, right? And what he told me was, he says, oh, you're misunderstanding what that's saying. You're interpreting what it is. He said, no, I'm reading it. It's your, it's your document. He it says, it says, it's the statutes. The statutes implement themselves. I said, no, the statutes don't implement themselves. If they did, why would the IRS need to ask for continued approval of these regulations? They would say for the continued approval of these statutes, not the regulations. The regulations are specific. The statutes are general and I went through him regarding gross income and regarding wages, tips, tax, and everything else. I said, those regulations are not on there. And I, I showed him. I said, and, I, and, and talking with him, he said, I think you're misunderstanding how the, how the law works in that respect. I said, no, I'm reading it off your paperwork. It's right there. Can you see the word regulations? It says it right there. If they didn't need the regulations, why do they send them to you to get approved? He said, well, they're not asking us for approval of the regulations. I said, let me read it to you again. You're looking at it, right? And it says it. It's not asking for approval of the statutes. It's asking for approval of regulations. (sighs) So I told the guy, I said, look, if you think you're right, are you willing to pull up your whole year's salary against mine, that you're right? You can have my salary if you're right. We'll go through Congress, go through Congressional Research Service, and see who's right. I said, I have documents from the CRS and Legislative Council that says you're wrong. (laughs) I'll put them up against yours. And we had this interesting conversation, but he ended up picking up on me eventually.
0: Yeah, that's what they do.
4: But yeah, Gigi they're here
0: they're is here. saying, Gigi, G G G five 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 is saying, if you look at that, uh, that uh, wait, wait, let me get it. Take a look at IRS Publication five one five. He's saying it can be used as evidence to rebut the agency. But you can't
4: use a publication to rebut any evidence. Publications are not considered law.
0: He says the rebuttal is there. they considered There is no requirement to withhold taxes from your pay. You have never paid taxes over to the IRS. You have never paid any taxes over to the IRS. They are withheld by the taxpayer and paid over on your behalf. Uh, and then D- Dan Elvis is saying the tax code only applies to federal citizens and aliens. The tax code never anywhere does it mention anyone else. And then GGG is saying, so when someone says taxes are voluntary, they don't understand. <clears throat> is it voluntary to withhold your pay and keep it for vacation or a boat? You say it is voluntary. Is it?
4: OK, my question to that is, can you can you cite the statute and regulate, implement the regulation those to to support what you're saying? to the ones who are posting that. In other words, it's an opinion, like, well, I just like the publication. Unless you unless you actually cite the actual tax code from enactment from Congress and the implementing regulation, then I could look it up in the Federal Register to see if they cited their authority to have that authority to do what they're doing and what they're saying right there. And like I said, tax code only applies to federal citizens and aliens. Actually, the, t- the tax code only applies to those who make themselves subject to employment to the U.S. government. That's what it applies to.
0: So GGG, did you do this? Have you done this and been successful? Uh, 26 USC 6011, 60, um, have you done it? <laughs> Have you used that publication 515 as evidence to show that you are not liable?
4: So, so why is G5 uh, posting 6001 and 6011?
0: I don't know. Uh, there's, there's
4: no explanation why.
0: 26 exactly. USD 6001 and 6011. Yes. Well, oh, I guess EGG has done it. So they... Ha- they, GGG, they why
4: don't you come on the call? Come on the call. Come on the call. That way it makes it easier. Yeah. Instead of wondering what you're Reading, saying.
0: Talking, talking,
4: hey, talking. Hey, isn't, it, isn't this called talk You, Angela?
0: Oh, easy rhythm. <laughs> I haven't seen you in a long time. Welcome back. Yes, it's talk shoe. <laughs>
4: yeah, it's, it's not reach shoe and it's not chat shoe. It's talk and shoe, right? It's type shoe. All right. Well, that the is thing is. Okay. Oh, here saying 601.
0: 601, every person required to deduct and withhold the tax is hereby made liable. Oh, yeah. Like the, the withholding agent. Yeah, I get you. I know what you're saying.
4: Yeah, they're, they're they're acting in the capacity of a trustee. But Trustees I don't know anyone that's on. ever
0: won the argument using that. No, no reason why uh, they'll, the steal me anyway. <laughs> they'll steal money from anyway. They'll steal. Never
4: ever win with arguments. It's always Matthew five twenty five. You never win with arguments.
0: They'll steal your money anyway. Yeah. Tell you so, about it later. Thing. They steal your security and tell you about it later. You don't get notified until after the fact. <laughs>
4: yeah. Okay, Dan Elvis is saying read section
0: 1441, 1442. Right. That's for
4: non resident aliens. That's under, under 7701, which explains not, uh, withholding agent. And it says that that's the only section that withholding agents can withhold on is section 1441, 42, and 46, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, 1446, that's for non resident aliens. Because mm-hmm. non resident aliens are the ones that actually had an exclusion on a 2555 form for the IRS. Mm-hmm. And that's when they had the uh, they had the uh, uh, the form. I was back in 19... Uh, You're you know, saying we're not
0: non-resident aliens.
4: No, we're right? Not, no, I don't consider me a non-resident alien. Nope. I, I do I do not care to have a lien on me. Even though <laughs> they have liens in all kinds of ways, I I stand on what I stand on. I know what I am. And they can have whatever they want, but I know what I am, and uh,
1: and he will
4: say, "Oh, you're a resident, you're a U.S. citizen, you're a non-resident alien." <laughs> I don't know who you're talking to. You haven't talked to me, and I'm uh, not any of those things. But um, uh, but yeah, it's um, I'm just a man. That's all I am. Uh, we are not he's fighting with the an fighting alien. With that
0: person is here under a tax treaty i say don't what? understand
4: what dg is saying that she he is not here to fight with a call okay. i don't understand what that is the dusty
0: i've unmuted you at adic and, and the dusty hey, have hey, hey, hey. all been unmuted Can you guys hi angela hi who's that it's, it's
1: dusty how you been girly?
0: Oh, well, fine. Thank you. Welcome back. Uh, I just had. Thank you so much. I just
2: had a quick question about the the most important little book.
0: Or uh,
2: I was reading on there. Uh, what? I didn't catch
3: the name of the book.
0: That's it. It's called the important, the most important little book, or whatever. Let's see here. I've ever okay. read. Okay. Yeah, that was Big Al or, or The Informer. Yeah, that's what it's called. This is the most important little book I ever wrote The little book is what it's called. Let me go where I downloaded it. Uh, it's all in there. Uh, okay, cool. Thank you so much, Angela, and thank you for doing the show. Appreciate you're it. welcome. Yeah, it's called Informer's Little Book. Correct orientation awesome. because it's upright. It used to be sideways, <clears throat> which was a bitch to read. <laughs> you're welcome. Awesome. God bless you,
1: thank you kindly.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. I, I uploaded everything I have from him. And I probably have more, but I have to go look. I, I have two different folders, Big Al and the Informer. So that's the contents of both at this moment. But I also have another folder called eBooks. <clears throat> so there might be more stuff in there, I'll look. And if there is, I'll upload it, and it'll be available. What am I hearing? It's like feedback. Okay, and what, ADIC, that was you, right? Oh, no, that was that's Dusty. You, yeah. there, uh, ADIC, what did you have to say? Can you hear me? I can. All right.
2: All right, good. I'm driving, so I was wondering.
0: So, well, that's what um I'm
2: I Yeah, can Can I I offer a book that's worked for me? Sure.
0: Of course.
2: What's worked for me is Cracking the Code.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, the one by Um, Paul Andrew Mitchell?
2: No, the other one. It's regarding taxes.
0: That's Paul Andrew Mitchell. Well, (laughs) there's like three different books called Cracking the Code. There's... um, I'm trying to... Oh wait, oh wait, no wait, you're him talking him. you're talking about uh what's his name? Um uh, uh, with a P. Oh my god, I'm losing my mind. Uh, yeah, I, I totally forgot too. I oh, was just man. I've got the book here somewhere. Pete <laughs> <It's on>, um, <laughs> oh, Henderson. You you? thank you. Jeez Louise, is that who you're talking about?
2: No. Anyways, I'll let Anderson. you guys know later on, but it's, it's worked for me
1: okay.
2: and I've been doing this for four years and I've gotten my taxes back every time. So I have a W2, I'm, you know, I do the whole W2 thing. They would hold my taxes, I file and they give me everything back. So I've been doing this for two years. But I have four years and it's been working out really well.
0: So, ah, and that's not the Pete Hendrickson one? Yes, that's the one. That's oh, the one, yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Okay, good. Yeah, he's been Can on our call before. Yeah, and it works. It works. Yeah, it, it works. works. For me, four years. Um,
2: at yeah. first, what they do try to call you into the IRS office. They've been doing that for
0: the uh, last three years. <laughs> the problem I, I have word. with it is that, you know, I don't want to have to sign a debt warrant you know or uh, it's it, 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 it once you sign it under penalties of perjury if they find one thing wrong with it they can take you away they can they can raid your house or business they can ruin your life just by signing that form why should i be required to sign a form and and that's slavery that's not a being a free person or man or woman
2: I right. get it. I don't know, but
0: yeah. I, For me though, I just can't though, stand the idea of filing one of those forms. It's like, yeah. you know, form forms. <laughs> I don't like form. I don't like signing my right name. Anything.
2: Employee, non-government or not, not federal, state employee without prejudice. I put all the work right. in there.
1: Right. Right.
2: Um, usually, what they do to me is they ask me to come into the office. Every time for the last three years, they try to tell me I'm wrong. All I tell them is, "Look, that's totally fine. Can you please put this in writing? I want it under penalty of perjury, and then we'll talk." And I, they always send me a check back.
0: Dad, am I yeah? Oh, am I not the only one that can determine my status? You know, ask them that. Yeah, I mean, the other thing I tell them
2: is, "Look, this, are these?" Ask them really nicely. At first, though, I think it's best to really be nice to them, and then I asked them to try to get you know a little rowdy. I asked them, "Are these you know are these legal forms? Are you um, are you licensed to practice well? And they just you know they just shut up after that. So, but I also have another question for you if you don't mind. This is off this topic.
0: Sure, go ahead.
4: So you had someone on
2: your call a while ago, I think it was like a year or a half, year and a half ago, someone that talking about um, income, not income taxes, but um, when you purchase something, it's, yeah, you know, was the type of tax there are? Uh,
0: sales tax? Sales
2: tax, yeah. So this person was talking about being able to file any kind of form to get all those back from the state. Do you remember
0: anything like that? Um, well, I know Rich Iverson spoke a, a lot about you know not paying sales tax because they they're required to pay it, not you. Um, I, I don't remember, and yeah, I vaguely remember it? somebody talking about it, but I don't ha- I don't, I don't remember what it was called. I guess you could do yeah. a Google search, you know, refund of all sales yeah. tax form, you know. <laughs> Okay. I, I, I'll
1: have to
0: be Or create your own.
1: <laughs>
2: well, you know, what really got me to, into it is, is the California uh, gas tax.
0: Reform. Oh, my God.
3: Uh,
2: yeah. And, um, I've heard that they're going to raise it again, and it's just
0: it's way too much. I know. What about the cigarette tax? Not that I smoke anymore, but I mean, that's unfair. That's unruly. And now they're going to jack up the price of uh, vaping because they're saying, oh, because the children, you know, are vaping. <laughs> it's like, they're going to jack it up. So what, I, I was in the the marijuana dispensary today, and uh, yeah. that's going to apply to that also. So they're going to jack up the price on Walmart. that too, if you're a vapor. But uh, right. anyway, they get you mean, going every which way they can, you know? It's, like, ridiculous. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: When are people going to call up? You don't know. What?
2: I guess for people that are in California, I think this would be a really great uh, topic. I don't know if, if you, um, like, uh, plan these out. I think this is kind of a cool thing to try to figure out.
0: Thing. What? S- to Does figure out, how
2: to, yeah, how to get back your sales tax or how Oh to, you know, man. Service.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you I have all your receipts since you've been buying stuff, I wonder how far back you can go. Is there a statute of limitations on how far back you can claim it? I wonder.
2: I don't know. I just know. I, I Pete says you can go back three years for your income tax. I've tried yeah. that. And Italy, huh. they've been just sitting on it for two years now, so mm. it's like yeah. <laughs> I would say the first year is
0: the best. All right, let's see who cool. uh, okay. four hundred five wants to say something. You've been unmuted. It
5: uh, is this me. That's you. Who is that? Okay, okay. this is David. Um, yeah, I was just going to say it was Pete Henderson's book. Oh, thank code. you. Yep, we but, got it. Um, I suggest that you uh, go to Dave Maryland's review of that. And um, Dave Maryland's, you know, actually reads code, and I think he has a pretty, pretty uh, disparaging things to say about uh, Pete Henderson. And later on, that stuff comes back to bite you. Especially, like you say, you're signing on a penalty of perjury. So, I don't um, want to do, do that. Do you, right. I believe it's Gov. if you want to go look at some of his stuff. Dr. What is Thomas, it? WeVGov? Uh, right. Or take it from Caesar.us. But he's all over the yeah. uh, YouTube, too.
0: Yeah. So, and he's got a forum that he talks, uh, he's on a lot. It's... Uh, What's the name of that sovereign, or something? I,
5: I don't know that one. I hear him on a, I hear him on Talk Show
0: on Wednesdays and Sovereign to oh man, I can't think of the name of it. Oh well, but yeah, he's all over the place.
5: Yeah, so I just I just wanted to let you know that. Well, thank you. Are you have a, uh, Oh yeah. Are you gonna have a, a driving call next week, perhaps? A driving call? Yeah, I'm. Mean, on, on I mean, traffic,
0: traffic. Uh, I wasn't what? planning on it, but we can if you okay.
5: want. Okay. No, no, no. I just, uh, I just have my own little issue I'm dealing with, so I'm,
0: I'll work on it. Oh, I, well. Have you ever seen Rich Iverson's stuff on traffic? Yes. I well, like yeah, his. What,
5: did I've heard him now. Does he have a specific website I should go to?
0: Um, yeah. Salon, uh, salon. Oh, man. Hold on a second.
5: .net? Is that Salon? I don't
0: remember. Let me go find it. Hold on a second.
5: Okay.
0: I have a link to it here somewhere. Uh, oh. oh, my goodness. Here, hold on a second. Uh, yeah, thelawsalon.net. Was there oh. something before salon? The law, the lawsalon.net.
5: Cool. Okay.
0: I'll put it in the uh, I'll put it in the uh chat window. All right. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Very much. Bye bye. Bye bye. Oh, you don't have to leave.
5: <laughs> well,
0: um, put me on hold, please. <laughs> okay. What's uh, 405? Is that you? Yes. Okay. I'll put you on. I'll, I'll mute you out. There you go. Thank you kindly. Um, who's this now? Let's see. Money Mike? Yes, Money Mike.
3: Angela, this has been a wonderful call. Wow! Oh, well,
0: I'm glad you liked Mano, it. Man, oh
3: man, man, it's awesome. Eye, uh, eye-opening, mind-opening, ear-opening, and whatever else opening. And, and <laughs> blah, blah, blah.
0: but you've heard all of this before. This
3: is nothing new. Yeah, but I mean, it just seemed like it was a, a new. Did you thing have an aha moment? I mean, if you read it before, I mean, if you read this before on uh, long back when, or I mean, this is this is just stuff. But um,
0: a refresher, huh? A refresher,
3: yeah. Course. <laughs> anyway though, uh, anyway though, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you guys. Uh, uh, I I gotta get ready to do my call. Uh, but okay. uh, if I uh, if you guys are still on, maybe I'll try a simulcast. We'll see what happens. But uh, otherwise, uh, I gotta I gotta navigate back and forth between the other guys. Anyway, but um, uh, okay. You guys take why don't their, uh, you one four yeah. o? Oh, what
0: is it? No one one four, one, four,
3: four two, two three zero six.
0: 142306. All right, everybody. All
3: right.
0: Uh, Michael, have his call going <clears throat> right now. Are you doing it? Starting it up?
3: Yeah, it'll be about, uh, about 10, 11 minutes from now. Okay. All righty.
0: All righty. Just reading what's in the chat. Angie, do you know Chris Chapman? Yeah, of course I do. Chappy? I've had him on. He was on not too long ago with a woman, oh, I forgot her name. Really good call. Of course, we go way back. I I don't think I've ever met him in person. I may have, but I don't remember. But we've been speaking for forever, at least 10 years. I don't know, maybe more. Chris Chapman got in trouble for filing the Pete Hendricks method he did win. returns. Not recently, was it recently? Trish Chapman got in trouble for filing oh wow. I Angela? I yes.
4: never heard of that before with Chris Chapman.
0: Yeah, me neither. I don't think you, I
4: don't think you ever used Pete Henderson's work.
0: Yeah, I don't I forgot think who so. it was that he
4: was using before, where um,
0: Chappie. I don't think Chappie. Yeah, would, who was it? Who was it that he was using? David Merrill. He, act- he did Merrill He act- all of David Merrill's stuff. Remember David. Was it Merrill? David Merrill? Merlin. Sorry, David? Dave Merlin. Yeah. Dave
4: Merlin. That's who it was. Dave Merlin. Yeah. And Chris, because I used to talk to Chris all the time when he had his calls, and. They
0: um, say uh, Chris. I don't know him as Chris. I know him as Chappie.
4: <laughs> yeah, 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 I know, Chappie, you call him Chappie, and uh, Chris Chapman, and, uh, but want anyway, he use his calls, and what he had, he had a, um, he had a, a grand jury hearing for the IRS, and he went before them, and he asked them the question regarding the law, and they couldn't come up with an answer, and they, uh, and he walked out, he got released, and they couldn't convict him.
0: Wow, that's great. How long ago was that? Yeah. Oh, that was several That's years
4: wrong. ago, quite a few years ago.
0: It says here, um, J-Man Merlin got Chappie out of criminal charges dismissed. Oh, good. Good. I like, I like both of them. I like Dave Merlin, and I like Chappie. Dave Merlin has his own call. I don't know if he still does it. I haven't had him on in a long time. Last time I heard from him, he was getting out of prison. He was thinking of going to Australia or something like that. But anyway, uh, Section 83 defines what income is. Okay. you say so. Um, Nine somebody
4: say that somewhere about Section 83, and I think I looked it up, and that's... I don't think it's defined what income was. Um, 83. Oh. Getting my alarm to get my dad's medication. Oh. Uh, um, <laughs> I know that. <laughs> yeah. I got my alarm set the, for the whole day. But it's section 83. So let me look here and see what is I uh, 83. Hmm. Yes. Oh, that that talks about property transfer. That's uh, um. I remember reading it talks about gross income in a certain way, uh, and election uh, election including gross income and in the year. It has to do with transfers a property transfer in connection with the performance of services. That's Section 83. I was about Section 83 of the Code or the Regulation because that has to do with property. And the yes. property they're talking about, I think, is real property. And, um, uh, well, yeah, property and applying the section. The term property includes services and the right to use property, but such term does not include money. Uh, so it doesn't include money. That's what it says here, and that's in 26 U.S.C. 1273 B5. That so doesn't even include money, so it can't include income. So it must be talking about real property. But it says property. When they say property, they don't define it. The IRS doesn't know what it is. They're just they're just uh, bluffing people. That's all they're doing.
0: Dan Elvis is saying section 83A says only the excess over the amount paid is gross income.
4: 83a, 83a here says general rule. If in connection with the performance of services, property is transferred to any person, so must be looking at a different 83.
0: He's looking at www.wevgov.com.
4: Oh, he's not looking at the actual code. Uh, three your Income is. That um, oh, where eighty three 83 says only excess over the amount paid is gross income. Well, gross income doesn't apply anyway to us anyway, because it's not approved by OMB for collection of information. So you well, so, uh, so you can't say your labor is not taxable if it. I well, where did you see that, Angela? I just it about the income? What's that? W
0: on the chat here.
4: W e v g o v dot com. Hmm.
3: Okay. Yeah, so what you is see it?
0: It's one, two, three, four lines. A uh, uh, paragraph, bar, ch- uh, sentences to the top from the bottom. Oh, okay.
4: Or, uh, that is a looks like a quote unquote patriotite site. Oh. Um, so it's not an actual uh, government site. And so a lot, of, a lot of people who talk about this stuff, they'll go, you know, like the, the Section 8233, and it was Form 8233, they'll get things misunderstood. But I don't know, it says 83. let where sure, it says about 83.
0: Um, I have Dave's book on it.
4: Hmm, I don't see anything on here that says about 83 on this page. Uh, section 83. You
0: said it's Dave Merlin's site.
4: Eh, there's something things about Dave Merlin that I don't agree with, but a lot of stuff is good, but I don't say anything about Section 83 on here. Well,
1: let's see
4: here.
1: Hmm. Nothing two. about Section
4: three or 83 on that page. Um, We've, oh, we
0: versus Gov, that's the W-E-V-G-O-V dot com. Yeah,
4: We versus Gov,
0: yeah. Uh, and, uh, taken from Caesar, Paul Manafort indictment, Russians indicted, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Tweet.gov. There's oh. nothing
4: about section eighty three on here. I, I don't know what they're talking about. Good question. There, but it doesn't say anything about section eighty three. And mm-hmm. section eighty three I'm assuming they're talking about the internal revenue code, or is it section eighty three is something else? What title of the title of the code is section eighty three is in?
0: do no, know. It's very small. Oh, no. I have to make it big. I can't read it. Yeah.
4: I have no idea what title we're
0: talking about. It's exactly as it was before October 2017 when U.S. Tax Court noted the source of these conclusions. Proof on the Seventh Circuit and the Appeal of U.S. Tax Court's Ruling. Well, okay. Huh? Or...
4: Uh, oh, the IRC, the uh, Internal Revenue Code. Uh, comes out of Section 82 of the code. And I'm looking at Section 83 actually on the Law Revision got, website where they codify it. And it's got there is no... Actually, no, this is on Cornell University.
0: Oh. Section they, 83
4: has to do with property.
0: Dave Merlin's got a YouTube channel. It's called Take from Caesar. Huh.
4: Oh, I remember, yeah. Copy. I did go there.
0: Let me go Take put that saving. in the chat so it's there. Let me put that in there. I, I like Dave.
4: You know? Interesting guy. <laughs> he's a
0: hard nose, but I like him.
4: Yeah, I, I'm,
0: I'm, not, I'm not in,
4: so in agreement with so... a lot of stuff he does and how he's doing it. It's a lot easier wow. than the way he does it, but he's going about it in a, a different way. But that's you know, And he and I talked one time, and he, on one of his calls, he didn't like my question. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> he he disconnected me because he didn't like my question. But um, <laughs> I remember what it was I asked, but it wasn't in it was about something it was doing, and just like what I'm saying here, Section 83 of Title 26, Internal Revenue Code, says, property transferred in connection with performance of services. It has nothing to do with income. And it talks about property has nothing to do with money. So how could it be income? I don't know where they're getting that from, whoever that is in the chat. But what I do is I go directly to the source. Uh, you know, you go to some of these websites and they'll misquote things. I go directly, that's why I called the OMB office today. Uh, today. It was actually the OIRA office, Office of Information and Regulatory, um, uh, I forget what the stands Affairs. And that's the ones that approve all the forms, the 1040 form, and all of them to be approved to be used. And I talked to the guy that actually approved the 1040 form, and he didn't understand it. <laughs> you know, he didn't understand the law. He's got all kinds of degrees up one side of his arm and down the other, but he didn't understand the law how it worked.
0: No, but, yeah, maybe, I don't know what
4: they're yeah, talking about. I'm to explain
0: it to you. You know, a lot of times they know damn well what you're talking about, but they play dumb.
4: No, I could tell he didn't. He was clueless.
0: Yeah. He was sad.
4: definitely, because he was interested. He was asking me questions. He wanted to know. He was looking at it. He, he went through it to help me find it, and they, they never usually take that much time. He was on the phone with me for about 40 minutes. And, uh, and, uh, and he was looking at it, and I told him, I said, well, you want me to give you a, a, a specific example? So I took him through it, and I showed him, I said, yeah. It shows a statute of Section 61, which is gross income, but it says there are actual approval regulations, but the gross income regulation, 1.61-1, is not there. And on line 7 and the line, whatever other number it is on the different 1040 forms, it says put your wages down here. I said, but the Section and the Code of Federal Regulations is not there for wages to get approved. That's 1.61 2. It's not there. I so said, How can they collect it if information get and get approval? It does, and I asked them before asking them those questions if an agency does not supply the regulations specific to what they're asking questions for on the actual form pursuant to the Paperwork Reduction Act, does that constitute a invalid? Uh, invalid OMB control number, and he said, well, you know, I'm, I'm not in, that's something you'd have to ask the general counsel, and uh, but from what I could see, it sounds like you're correct. If, you know, they didn't get it approved, then, yeah, the, the OMB control number wouldn't be valid, and that's when I asked him specifically, but he, he didn't want to stay on the phone, because I think he realized he's approving forms that's not accurate, and he's liable
0: says here um, Dave Merlin has been to the Supreme Court five times in the last two years how many times have you been there
4: I don't need to go there I get it done before it actually ever happened to go to the Supreme Court
0: really?
4: I don't ever have to do
0: yeah.
4: <clears> that people only go to the Supreme Court because they're losing at the lower courts that's why they go to the Supreme Court they've worked their way up because they're losing at the lower courts. So they work their way up, which is good if you get in the Supreme Court. But if you have to go all the way to the Supreme Court to prove something, and you can't get it done right where you're sitting in your living room, then that means that there's something you're doing wrong. I haven't right. done it, like you know, I haven't done an income tax return in 34 years, so I'm still here.
0: <laughs> have you heard? Have you heard anything about um? What's his name? God, I just had it on the tip of my... Oh, God. Dale. Uh, Rodney. Rod Dale. Rod Class. There it is. Jesus Christ. Uh, you
4: know, when you were... When you, on your talk show call, when you were talking about Rod I think it was Rod Class, or was it someone else? Rod Class, I think, was in Washington, D.C. with a gun, correct, in his right. car?
0: Yeah.
4: Okay, that's a different one. I ended up starting to listen to your call you're talking about the guy and his two sons, and they got gunned down. you remember that? I don't remember who that was. They got gunned down by uh, the police, and that was back in 2009, 2010, something
0: <gasps> like that. Well, not two sons. You're talking about Jerry Kane? Jerry, Jerry
4: and Kane, right. Yeah, mm. and, his, and they got gunned down.
0: Yeah.
4: They got killed. That's mm-hmm. when I started listening to your call. That was yeah. one of the first calls I was on.
0: That was 2010. And,
4: yeah, so I, or, I, I've, I've never I've heard about Klaus on your call before, but I've never talked with him in any way.
0: Yeah. I wonder if anybody's heard anything about what's going on. Somebody sent me an email and said that he just lost everything, every single case. And I, did, I, I just, you know, I'd like to hear it from him. I don't know what's happening with him. So I guess I should have... I should shoot him an email, but I've done that before, and he doesn't email me back. I hope he's okay. He's a good guy, you know. He means well, and he's trying to be free. <laughs>
4: yeah, it is. the The one thing I've realized over the years, listening to a lot of the calls, uh, different calls everywhere, is that a lot of them create a controversy. When they create the controversy, is when they get in trouble. Yeah. You just yeah. don't create controversy. Matthew five twenty five says, agree with that adversary. Don't create the controversy, but do it in a manner where you're agreeing with them, but in your favor. That's how it works. That's how it works best. That's how it's worked best for me. You're right. I just, I just don't create the controversy.
0: Don't create the controversy. You know how British people say controversy? Or controversy. <laughs>
4: Tomato, tomato, right?
0: True. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> anyway, it's God. The time sure flew by quickly. Yeah, like
4: when we started actually talking about something, right, instead of reading. <laughs> Yeah, I called in because yeah. I'm going like, if, Angela sounds it,
0: bored. She sounds well, bored. If, if you read something, though, it just, sometimes it starts a conversation. And I'm looking at all this yeah. stuff I'm in my hard drive. Well, life. that's why I called in when
4: I got done with my dad. To,
0: yeah. So
4: that way to kind of get the conversation stimulated, to talk about some things like, we all u- <laughs> usually talk about IRS, franchise yeah. tax work, yeah. so, so, all those kind of things, you know?
0: Yeah. I
4: was expecting
0: there, Randy to come on the call. He didn't come on the call. And he called me a couple of days ago and said, are you going to have a call this week? And I said, yeah. So, anyway.
4: Oh, and something else I'll tell you about, okay, before we get off the call. What? Interesting. I know this is important hey, for for <laughs> a few people on the call. Um, remember I was telling you about the Social Security issue? Yeah and how they were taking from my uh, start of Social Security. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I wanted to see how it works, okay, because, yeah, there are some issues with IRS. I haven't resolved yet because of certain things I need to do and uh, <clears throat> because of the issue with, you know, how uh, I take care of my dad. And, um, <clears throat> and it's a few years back. And Right now it doesn't matter because there's no issue. But this is a few years back when I didn't understand what I was doing back then. And, um, <clears throat> and they started taking from my Social Security in January. Well, I looked to see. <clears throat> I look in the account to see you know, what they, how much they took out, and I noticed they didn't take anything out for this month. Why would they not take anything out? Well, I've gone through a lot of processes requesting lots of documents that no one knows about. I don't think they didn't want anyone to know about. They haven't sent them to me yet. And uh, they didn't take anything out this month. I wonder why. I got the whole thing.
0: Oh, how interesting. But you don't know which document you sent them is the one that made that happen? I don't know, happen. know yet,
4: because... There's a, see, well, the one thing they said was is they were telling me, yes, there's a of you and you, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so I went down to D Street in San Bernardino, and I walked in. You, you're, you can't walk in there anymore. You have to set an appointment for everything you do there now. Um,
3: and, but I walked in,
4: and because I had my dad in a wheelchair, they, they let me come in, okay, because he was in a yeah. wheelchair. Oh. And uh, he's in his one big, long, stretched-out wheelchairs. And, uh, and so they let me in, and they allowed me, because all I wanted was the uh, the privacy, the uh, uh, IMF OLT from their individual master file online transcript.
0: Oh, hey, yeah, you but they wanted don't call what? It you wanted what?
4: The, the IMF OLT. It's called the individual master file transcript, okay. online transcript. And you can get that. I used to get that by walking in the office and just asking for it, right? Well, you have to make an appointment now. And But they let me get it because I was there with my dad in a wheelchair. And, uh, um, And so I had to to wait for it, and wait, and wait, and wait, and wait. And And they finally got it for me. Well, on that thing, I got it for four years. And uh, that's the four years they're they're talking about, right, that they're going to be, yeah, yeah, levying me, right? And uh, the interesting thing is on that, it talks about the levies, blah, 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 Well, I need to request the IMF so I can get the document locator numbers and request the documents that they're talking about. I haven't done that yet. But... I ended up sending in a, a private actor class for one of the years, and then later I sent it in for the other three years, because uh, of separate documents, and to get a, uh, a copy of the lien, notice the lien, levy, notice the levy, and a security agreement, different things. Well, I ended up calling. I got a letter from the one guy that I sent the first one for for one year, and he had his number, They always have their number in there disclosure officer. And he was requesting an extension. I'm going okay, and I called, and he answered the phone, and we talked a little bit, and uh, and he was saying, I, I don't understand what you're requesting here in this one second. I explained to him, I wanted it, the file which is a, which is a uh, administrative file that has a substitute for return and all the information associated with it and everything else like that, right? And then he goes, "Oh, okay. Well, I, I didn't understand what you were requesting. I, I, I got it now." He said, "But I can't find anything that that, that shows a lien or levy or anything that you're asking for. There's nothing there." I said, "I know there's nothing there, but what I need you to send me is, if you, if you don't find anything, send it to me like when I requested it back in 2016. There's no documents responsive to your request. Just send it to me like that." He goes, "Oh, okay, but." IRS has taken it from me for that tax year because they're saying there's a levy. But he's saying he can't find anything. See, so that's some of the documents I'm requesting. That's documentation and validation that what they're doing is conversion of property. So when I get the other years and see that, then that's when I take my next step. And there will be some people in trouble at that point. But I think that's one of the reasons maybe why they're... Why they're they didn't take anything out this month, <laughs> but I'll. I, but I'm going to call them up and ask them.
0: Yeah, find call out. Up and ask them. I'd like to know.
4: Call oh, <laughs> up and Yeah, why? Why they didn't take it out? And uh, but yeah, this has been interesting. But I did that to kind of go through the process, see how it works, what they do, what they send out, how they take it, who's taking it, what what regulations they're using to get for the enforcement authority to to collect, and who's collecting. And it's been interesting so far, seeing how they do that which agencies are doing it, there's intergovernmental agreements between the agencies, it's like I requested those, and I don't think they want to send that to me And because um, I haven't received them yet. But yeah, and, uh, and with this happening for me, getting this where I get the documentation that it doesn't apply to me, and I know I'll get it, I mean it doesn't apply to anyone who's getting Social Security in the entire country. That's what I'm, re- that's what I'm requesting.
0: It'll be interesting to find of, out what yeah, happens. And part of
4: that's going to be in the book that I'm writing. So.
0: Oh, good. <laughs> you know, I still haven't been able to open Dan Benham's book, and
4: I I, I still need to get it. I haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> I've been real busy, but I need to download it. Yeah. yeah. You can't
0: open it at all. No, have I haven't. I, I have. I have to down. Da- well, they sent me another link for another download, and I haven't even done that yet. So, but the first one I couldn't open it. I downloaded it, but I couldn't open it. So, see on the next one. I haven't had time. But I'll have to try, try again. I just don't have time for all this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, all right, everybody. Would you like an explanation of Section 83A? Dallas, what is your email so I can send it to Dave Merlin? Just tell him to
4: send it it to you you and you can forward it to me.
0: me. Yeah, send it to me. And I'll forward it to Dallas. You
4: just forward it to me.
0: All right. All right. Well, let's call it a night, my dears. It was a quick two hours. It went by so fast. It's amazing. <laughs> it's two, two hours and ten minutes now. But thanks for coming on, Dallas. Thanks, everybody, Dave, and everybody that came on the call. I appreciate it. Um... I don't know what we're going to do next week, but uh, tune in. If, if I schedule a guest, I'll send you an email. All right, so have a great weekend, and uh, take care of each other, and uh, I love you, and I'll see you next time. Good night. Good night.
1: 18 plus.